The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The birth of Jesus the Christ took place in this way, when his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. The Gospel of the Lord. Signs are very important in our life. They give us direction. They lead us home. They show us the right way and help us not to fall into dark, dead ends. So signs are very important. In today's first reading, Ahaz, who is king of Judah, this is 700 years before the birth of Christ. He's a young king, and he's not sure how to proceed. He's got a big problem on his hands. He's surrounded by nations that want to overtake the kingdom of Judah, conquer him. Now, his problem is, first of all, he is a descendant of David, and so he is in the line of the Messiah. But he doesn't trust God all that much, and so he's trying to make an alliance with Assyria. And Assyria is an up-and-coming, powerful nation, but it's wicked. It has all kinds of false gods and strange practices, but he's putting his confidence that if he pays some tribute to them, Assyria will protect him from these other enemies. God clearly does not want this to happen, and he sends Isaiah the prophet to speak to Ahaz and basically say, don't do it. Trust in God. Do not fear. God is with you. But Ahaz is very fearful, and he's bound to make the alliance. Isaiah, knowing this, says, if you don't trust me or God, ask for a sign. And the exact quote is, ask for a sign as deep as Sheol and as high as the heavens. In other words, not a puny sign, but something very significant that will change your mind. Ahaz, though, is stubborn, and he won't do that, because he fears that if he does get a sign, he's going to have to change his mind, which he doesn't want to do, and trust God. He has placed more confidence in Assyria than in God. Isaiah is clearly frustrated, and he says, well, if you don't ask for a sign, God will provide one. And then we have this famous quote, a virgin will conceive and give birth, and you shall name him Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. Well, that sign, as we know, is a spectacular sign, and it has been fulfilled in Christ. And it's for all generations, including us, 
We can put our faith in Christ. And we're meant then to follow that sign. And the sign of Christ continues today through the church and her sacraments. Sacraments are signs that affect what they signify. We have a sacrament here today that you've come to receive Christ. So that's the sign for us. But let's go to our second reading because St. Paul, in his famous letter to the Romans, opens up by saying, don't only recognize the sign and follow it, but be a sign yourselves. Be a sign of God's presence in the world. Let me give you the exact quote from Romans chapter 1. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints. Saints are the most spectacular sign of God's presence possible. And each one of us, you and I, are called to be saints without qualification. And God is giving us the grace to do just that, to be saints to this generation, to everyone. Now again, a saint is someone who trusts God, hears, is open to revelation, and then obeys. And unfortunately, we have lots of examples of saints, and the one today, of course, is St. Joseph. St. Joseph has, again, a very difficult situation like Ahaz. He doesn't know how to proceed. All the alternatives are poor. He knows that he's betrothed to the Virgin Mary, but she's now with child. He knows the child is not mine. Now, in his human nature, like Ahaz, he fears the worst for Mary because the alternatives are not good. He knows that if he publicly divorces her, punishment that's available, that's stoning, because Mary was betrothed to Joseph, and a betrothal in that time was actually the first step of marriage. They were married. So that would be considered adultery. So he doesn't want to do that publicly. He can't marry her. And so he resolves to dismiss her quietly, being a just man. But God says no. And he sends an angel, Gabriel. Gabriel was first sent to Mary at the Annunciation. Here, in today's gospel, we hear of a second Annunciation. Because the angel, speaking on behalf of God, says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. and You are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That's the second annunciation. Now, Joseph had a choice, like Ahaz. He heard that. He could have said no, but he doesn't. He's a saint. He says yes, so he has faith. He also has obedience. And that's what St. Paul is saying in that second reading. He talks about the obedience of faith. Faith and works are meant to be together not separate. So Paul in that second reading says, through Christ we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith. That's what makes a saint. When we hear God's word, and we do every Sunday, or when we do our private devotional reading of the scriptures or in prayer, we always have a choice, not just to hear and to accept, but to act on it in obedience. And that's always a challenge, but we have God's grace. So we're called to be a saint, 
And of course, St. Joseph is our model. He chose correctly. And from that choice, he formed the Holy Family. That choice, that obedience of faith, was the foundation of the Holy Family. Moreover, we hear another voice from the angel to bring the Holy Family to Egypt. And again, it sounds strange, but he acted on it and he saved the Holy Family. So he is known as the Righteous One. St. Joseph, the Righteous Man, patron of Canada. So how are we called to be saints in our day? How can we be that spectacular, conspicuous sign that God is present through us? Well, we, let's look at the culture, and we see a big problem. Certain aspects of the culture have forgotten mercy. We see in our social media, in news reports, movies, entertainment, there's always this mantra about retribution, revenge, tit for tat, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. It's all over the place. One of the most famous movies in the last 25 years, it actually won the Academy Award for the best picture, probably seen it, called Gladiator. And Gladiator has a very simple plot. This soldier, Roman soldier, who was very successful, his wife and child were murdered at the command of the wicked emperor Commodus, who was jealous. And the rest of the movie is this one man's thirst for revenge. And the climax of the movie is when Maximus confronts the emperor in the arena and kills him. And he's, he's touted this Maximus character as a hero figure. Utter trash, garbage, entertaining movie, but it's junk. Because it just drives home again the point that if you've done me harm, I have the right to focus my life on getting even, retribution, revenge. Because that was the movie, the whole movie was about that. But it's all over the culture. And that's why we have things like cancel culture, because people are not willing to get together and reconcile and see each other's perspective and forgive perceived wrongs and so on. And as you know, the culture in some ways is really falling apart because of that. Here is an opportunity for you and I to be a saint. Now we're entering into our Christmas season. And as you know, we're going to be probably visiting or visited by friends, family members, perhaps people we haven't seen in quite a while. Maybe we have issues with some of those people. Maybe they've wronged us in some way and we haven't spoken to them in a long time and there's grudges or resentment or whatever. So what are we called to do? because we know this is gonna happen. It's not like everyone's perfect. We're in relationship with people who are definitely imperfect, including ourselves. So it's bound to happen where there's friction in the family. Will we reach out and be the first to mend fences and to be generous with our love and mercy? We have an opportunity this Christmas, but really every day, but in the Christmas season in particular, to be a saint and let go of grudges and to bring family members into this love that God really wants because God is love. So in this preparation for Christmas, let's ask our Saint Joseph, the just man, to pray for us.
that we would have that strength to not only hear God's word, but act on it and be a sign, a spectacular sign. Because forgiveness is the most difficult thing we can do, really. We know that. When we've really been hurt, it's very difficult to forgive. We want to hold on to what we have. But it's God's grace in us moving us to be Christ. God with us, God in us, showing mercy. If we do that, Christmas will be like no other Christmas. Joyful. The sign of Christmas is the birth of a child who is the Prince of Peace. <laughs>